Um, once again, thank you for those that are listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and pray over the word, and then I'm going to jump right in. Father, we thank you for your word today. Father, we know that your word is true, and we know, Lord God, that your word declares that outside of you there is no other God. So, Father, we pray, O oh God, for your word today, O oh God, that our path, O oh God, and we examine our path, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, O oh God, for opening our ears, opening eyes, O oh God, removing the stony places, O oh God, removing everything that's not of you, helping us, O oh God, to see your truth through your word, O oh God, the inerrancy of your word, knowing that your word is not errored. But the heart of man chooses the path they take, Father, in the name of Jesus. For you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. Father, we thank you, O God, for your word. And we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today we are, and good evening, good afternoon, um, wherever we are in the world. Um, today we will be talking um, from um, Luke 22, Luke chapter 22. And my topic for today that God just jumped out, it just jumped out the page at me. Um, as I was reading, is um, examining your path, examining your path. And um, I like to use acronyms. So for those that want to take some notes, um, the path um, has is an acronym. So we're going to talk about that um, as we dig into the word. So I'm going to read um, just the scriptures from the New King James Version about Peter and about Judas about Peter and about Judas. And so, again, the title is Examine Your Path. Examine the path that you choose to take. And so the um, the first part of Chapter 22 of um, the Book of Luke, it says, Now the Feast of, of Unleavened Bread drew near, which called which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought, sought how they might kill him. I'm talking about Jesus. For they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to portray him to them in the absence of the multitude. And that's verses 1 through 6 of chapter 22. So I'm going to flip over to um, verse 47 where he, um, Judas portrays Jesus. And while he was still speaking, verse 47 Behold a multitude, and he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. 
Well, Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? When those around him saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And we know that's Peter. But Jesus answered and said, permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests, captains of the temple, and the elders who had come to him, have you come as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. Peter denies Jesus. So we're gonna I'm just gonna read Peter's uh perspective or point of view and, and what Peter did. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. And a certain servant girl seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, this man was also with him. But he denied him, saying, woman, I do not know him. And after a little while, another saw him and said, you also are of him. But Peter said, man, I am not. Then after about an hour had passed, and another confidently affirmed, saying, surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, man, I do not know what you're saying. Immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Amen. I read for you um, the portions of Peter and Judas from chapter 22 of the book of Luke. And so again, my title is Examining Your Path. So we have two individuals here. We have Judas and we have Peter. We have both of them as original disciples, those that walk with Jesus those that were taught by Jesus and those that had a choice to choose Jesus. What do we have? We have a heart or hearts that were different toward the Lord Jesus. We have two hearts, but with different responses. The first letter, if you're taking notes in past, and we're going to walk the path of Peter and Judas. So the first letter in path, we have, what was God's purpose for the individual? So uh, the question again is, what was God's purpose for this individual? And as we have read the text, we noticed that God's desire or God's purpose for both men were that they be redeemed, that they disciple those that were lost, and they would go into all the world because that's what Jesus was teaching them. Um, his desire was for both of them to come into 
full understanding, full knowledge of who he was, and to walk in love and, and desire his will above their own, and to go into all the earth and preach the gospel. That's what his desire was for them. And so we have the A in path. We have what alternative route did they take or that person take? So the alternative route, we're going to talk about um, Peter first. Because we notice in scripture that Peter um, battled with some fears. He he battled with, um, you know, believing that mankind was um, the people that were seizing Jesus was going to um, crucify or kill or come after them as well. And it was true in that time. And so um, Peter um, operated in some fear. So the alternative route at the moment, at that time, Peter operated with fear. He, um, He did what Jesus had already prophesied to him or had already spoken unto him what he would do. He had already warned him. He told him that Satan uh, wanted, you know, to basically use him or to come upon him and, um, you know, sift him basically. And so Peter denied it, but Jesus knew what the enemy would, would try to do to Peter. But we know that at the beginning, the alternative route, he was fear. Um, Peter prepared, but also Peter also, as we read the scriptures and you read the entirety of um, Luke chapter two, 22, um, we noticed that Peter also was obedient and he was a follower. So he, 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 um, he took an alternative route of fear as well as some of the other disciples. But um, one of the things he did was he prepared the Passover. He obeyed the Lord, um, willing to, he was willing to serve Christ, but he, I don't think his heart was ready for um, actually dying for Jesus. And um, <clears throat> Jesus prayed that Peter's faith wouldn't fail. He followed um, at a distance in fear. And then some other other things about Peter, he um, denied in fear after he was identified as one of Jesus' followers. And then one of the things that um, other things that Peter did was he wept literally. He was he felt ashamed and he felt regret. So um, again, one of the alternative routes of Peter was fear, was um, trying to overcome the fears of the world, the fears of evil, the fears of what would um, come upon him. And then we have Judas. Judas' alternative route, he was the one of the original disciples, as I said earlier and as we read in the text. He was one of the disciples, but he conferred with the chief priests and the captains on how he might betray Jesus. So um, Judas took the route of betrayal. Judas took the route of deception, and he agreed to take money to betray the one, the living one, the one who sat among him, the one who um, taught him, the, the same one who taught Peter. But he, he took um, the route of um, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And so he took that route, um, and it was a route of destruction. <clears throat> 
excuse me, and he promised and he looked for an opportunity to betray Jesus to them when the people weren't around. So they, they were afraid of the multitude of people that had become followers of Jesus. Um, again, Judas got the same teaching. He had the same encounter with Jesus. He saw the miracles. He was there as well as Peter. Um, <clears throat> he was allowed to go by his own will. He sat among Jesus told them that someone would betray betray him in that hour. He knew the heart of Judas, but yet he allowed him to sit and continue to teach him. And he chose his own will. Um, and then we know um, in the garden that he kissed Jesus as a sign of betrayal and he was a thief. In other scriptures, um, cross-reference scriptures, it shows that he would take money because um, he was the, um, the holder of the money as they traveled. And so those are the two routes that they took. So if, you pay, if you're um, taking notes, again, the P, God's purpose was the same for both. God's purpose was the same for both, but the alternative route was the choice and the will of the individuals. And so both individuals took a different route. And then the T, um, the T in path is in what area did this individual have to trust in the living God? So what areas did they need or um, have to trust in the living God? And so Judas, um, as I was reading about Judas and continued to to just look over Judas as he stood off the page, um, I wrote, if only he could have allowed Jesus to transform his heart, his life, and submit his will and not his desires for the world and worldly things. And so that's where he should have trusted Jesus with his heart. He should have trusted him um, with every fiber of his being. He was there. He was in his presence, and he chose to betray him. He chose to betray him. And then um, Peter, um, I wrote because he battled with the fear. I wrote that Peter needed to trust God as well um, for courage, for courage to not be afraid of what man or mankind or evil or the evil of the world, um, the bloodthirsty man would do <clears throat> to him and know that the power of God was greater, even in eternal life, um, that he would um, live greatly, which he is now. And we know from the scriptures that um, are after that about Peter. And then I wrote as well that we know that he would make, a way that he needed to know that God would make a way that he didn't have to fear because um, Jesus, he was still who he said he was. And so um, those were the areas that they needed to trust God. And then the ancient path, how did the individual heal and bring hope? Um, God just, this, this just jumped off the page at me and, um, as I was studying, every time I read about Peter, I just start tearing up because I, I said, God, that was me. And so um, I thought about um, Judas at first because I knew that um, in the midst of Judas choosing his own will, God still loved him. 
and God wanted the, but he allowed him to choose that path. And so um, Judas never healed. He never fulfilled his purpose. He never fulfilled his God-given purpose. And due to his deceit and his evil desires, he went and hung himself because the sin overtook him. The, the weight of the sin overtook him. He tried to confess that he had betrayed innocent blood, as um, is read as you read a little bit further. He tried to confess that he had betrayed Jesus and that it was innocent blood. And he thought of him, he thought of his sin against Christ, and it overtook him. It overtook him because, again, he had the same choice. He had the same teacher. He had the same one that he followed. And yet, in the midst of the power of God among him, he chose a different path. And so he took his life. And then um, Peter brought hope. Because in the, in further scriptures, and I'm going to read a little bit of um, other scriptures about Peter. Um, Peter brought hope because, and he um, he began to heal after um, all of that. Peter repented. He 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 uh, wept bitterly, which was a sign of repentance. He um, felt ashamed of what he knew. He loved Jesus, and because of his his basically um, going to and fro from the fears of man and um, staying right there with his love for Jesus. Um, we know that eventually Peter became one of the greatest disciples, um, and he discipled people. He began to minister to them and, um, re- and remembering for your hearing so that you hear in Matthew 16 and 18, Jesus said to Peter, even before these things, um, Jesus said to Peter, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And when you look up the word rock, he said, um, and on this rock, and it's a metaphor, it's metaphorically speaking, Jesus um, was speaking metaphorically to Peter he said a man, the, the word rock means a man like a rock by reason of his firmness and his strength in his soul. So he gained strength in his soul, and he went, and he ran, and he, he did exactly what Jesus had desired for him. He did just that, and so that's where Peter began to bring hope and began to bring healing. A couple other scriptures of Peter, he said, um, in Acts 2 and 38, Peter said, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So this is the Peter, the fearful one, the one who who shrank back at the time of Jesus being seized. This is the repentant one. This is the one who um, began to preach the gospel and begin, and and we know that afterwards he did die um, because of his faith. And um, a couple other scriptures about Peter. 
in uh, Matthew 16 and 16, Peter said to Jesus, Jesus kept asking the disciples, who do you say I am? And Peter said to him, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So uh, we see a man who loved the Lord. We see a man who um, fought his flesh and he wore and, and and eventually the spirit his soul he was redeemed he was he was made he was strengthened in the spirit of the lord and and we have a couple other scriptures that i'm going to read in luke 24 and 12 after um <clears throat> jesus was um hung and put in the tomb But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by himself, and he went home marveling at what had happened. So he continued. Peter continued as a disciple, a great disciple of Jesus Christ. So as as we begin to just continue to ponder on Judas and Peter, I want to make sure that we understand that Jesus loved both of them. Jesus taught both of them. Jesus' desire for Judas was the same desire as he had for Peter. The same desire. And a couple things that when we read about people of Scripture, one of the other things that we want to make sure that we do as we um, we write out the word or we just pay attention in the word One of the things we want to make sure is we pull out the principles. What do we learn from those individuals? So I wanted to talk about what I learned from both of them, from both of them. And I want you to think about what did you learn from Peter or Judas? Because at some point in all of our lives, we have been both of them. At some point in all of our lives, again, we have been both of them. We may not have directly betrayed Jesus, but when we choose um, the world, the worldly system, the money and, and, and sign cards and all these other things, we betray, in a sense, we betray Jesus as Judas did because we desire those things greater than the living one. <clears throat> and so the principle that I learned from Judas is I learned that the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of this life can deceive you, can make you think you're you're winning, but in essence you are actually losing. And I also wrote that you can miss out on the true riches of the glory of God, the true riches of his glory, the true riches of what life is really about. When we desire those things as Judas did, in scripture. And then Peter, the principles I learned from Peter. I learned that you must know and you must build your faith and trust in the living God. For there will come a time when you will need to use it the most. So I learned that just as Peter, there will come a time we're in the last days now, living in this earth. And there will come a time when we have to be we have to build our faith now and our trust in the living God because there will come a time when we will need it the most. 
We will have to stand on the power and the authority of Jesus Christ against the powers of darkness and the um and everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of who Jesus is in our lives. So that's one of the principles from Peter. And then I also have God's power is greater. One of the principles I learned is God's power is greater than the evil of mankind. And I also have build your faith and exercise your faith every moment, every second, Every minute and of every day, build your faith and exercise your faith. Not just building, but exercise, move in your faith. And that's one of the things we learn from um, taking a takeaway from Peter. And even in death, even death has no power over Jesus. So we know as you read all of the scriptures about Peter, We know that most of the disciples and what happened to them, we know that even death has to behave when it comes to Jesus Christ. And finally, from Peter, I learned that your heart for God will show through all of it. Your heart for God will shift through the rest. And so I wanted to share those things of the path of Judas and the path of Peter Both paths weren't perfect, but one chose to repent and grow stronger and be a great disciple for the Lord. One died in his purpose. Purpose died with him, with Judas, because of the choices, because of his will and his desires for the world over the desire for the Lord. And the last thing that I want to talk about and, um, is how I relate, how so much as I was reading and as I read about Peter, like I say, every time I read about Peter, I just think about myself. And I wrote something that I just wanted to share because I know that Peter, that there's somebody else that was very much like Peter and that God is calling you for to come out of the, the um alleyways where you're hiding in the dark um, and come forth and minister the gospel of truth and be his disciple and teach those that need to know the truth about Jesus because they will die outside of him otherwise. So um, I wrote, I feared being all in for a time, but I knew in my heart that I loved Jesus just as Peter did. I wanted to hide in the shadows and follow Jesus anyhow. But I was afraid to be recognized by the critics. I had to die to myself and allow the right the the risen savior. The risen savior to live through me. Now I stand shouting from the rooftops as Peter in Acts 3 and 6 where he said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I say to you, stand up and walk. Whoever is listening to this broadcast, I say to you, stand up and walk. By the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, walk in your purpose, 
rise up and come out of bondage, come out of the bondage of people, come out of the bondage of the enemy, come out of the bondage of sin, rise up and walk as Peter's word said. Be not crippled any longer by your fears, your rejections, your unforgiveness, your distress, and the lies of the enemy. Stand up and walk. Come forth. Come out of the shadows and stand for Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I say to you, stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. For somebody is waiting for you. Somebody is waiting for you to come forth and stand and speak loud as Apostle Peter. When he said, get up, by the power of Jesus Christ, get up and walk in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, hallelujah, we bless your name, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless your name and we magnify your name, Father, where you have given each and every one of us a choice to our path. Father, I pray for those that are listening, that they would choose the path of Peter, God, that they would choose, oh God, the hope. That is the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that people would rise in the name of Jesus right now and come forth, come forth in the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you and I magnify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, no longer crippled by the enemy, no longer crippled, oh God, but coming forth and made strong in strength in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. There's someone who needs you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for them. We pray for the women. We pray for the men. Father, we pray, oh God, that your children will stand up and be recognized. Stand up by the power and authority of who you are. Father, we magnify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whoever you are that's listening, come forth in Jesus' name. Oh, we magnify you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come out of fear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come out of fear. Hallelujah. Come out of fear in the rabo shekerebo rostia ramandiosa. Come out of fear in the name of Jesus. Come out of bondage in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, bless you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name.